Welcome to Arts Northwest. We're Gaith Fochis Chachti Arts Northwest, a Kraila O'Unad in Atlanta, a Glunini Ruach. Broadcasting from the Glens Arts Centre in Manor Hamilton with myself, Brendan Murray, and on sound, Mark Gavin. Later on in the show, we'll hear from Craig Cox, who'll go through what's on in the Northwest over the next week or so. And he'll also be doing an interview with soprano Elizabeth Hilliard uh, ahead of her upcoming show at the Dock in Carrick and Shannon. The Shared Island Initiative is uh, driven by uh, Creative Ireland uh, in conjunction with various local authorities and in the instance in Leitrim, obviously, is it's through the Arts Office in Leitrim County Council. Uh, as part of which, uh, the Glen Centre is delighted to welcome down a production uh, by We Yarn Productions who operate out of Derry with Sole Purpose Productions who operate out of the Playhouse in Derry and I'm delighted to welcome the writer and performer Eve Johnson You're very welcome Eve You're so coming much. down to us next weekend Friday December the 2nd to yeah. perform your play your own play mm-hmm. uh, The Daughters of Roisin Now yeah. it's has had exceptional reviews Um and I know it was uh, over in Adelaide uh, where mm-hmm. uh, it was described as captivating uh, yeah. and everything theatre described it as seeing it once might just not be enough. It's excellent. And mm-hmm. the wonderful Bernadette Michaliski, an icon uh, in mm-hmm. Irish history, called it quite simply genius. Now, yeah. that's a, a, hell of, a hell of a lot to live up to, so I'm really looking I forward know. to it. But first of all, um, congratulations on all that. But Eve, tell us about yourself and about yeah. We Yarn Productions. Yes, no problem. I know it's, um, I still can't even believe that Bernadette Mikalski has called a genius. <laughs> there you are. A, yeah. a bit of a, of a crazy moment for us. But um, yes, yeah, so uh, I started my career, um, so I, I did my first degree in theatre and performance in Derry at the McGee campus. And you're Derry. from Derry, are you? No, I'm actually from Tyrone. Oh, yes, okay. I'm actually okay. from Tyrone, yes. So you're Lovely. a cul- you're a culture in Derry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm from Tyrone and um, I went to, the, to the Derry was a big smoke, yeah, for me. We went to Derry and I studied uh, theatre and performance in Derry for my first degree. And afterwards I thought, you know what, I'm not ready to just go on with my life. I need to study some more. I just loved university and I went back and studied my master's in contemporary performance practice. And I specialized Where was that? In, that was in Derry as well. I right. didn't want to leave. Didn't want to leave that lovely artsy city. And um, my, I specialized in feminist protest theater. And, you know, when you're doing your master's, you're learning how to be a researcher. And they asked me, you know, what are you, what are you really passionate about? What do you want to research? And I started to think about feminist protest theater, and I wanted to think about what I wanted to protest about. And I wrote <laughs> Daughters of Routine. Right. While I was there. So I was thinking, what do I want to protest about, you know? Yeah. And I decided that um, women's rights in Ireland and the female experience in Ireland was just so important to me. So we'll, 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 we'll come to that in a minute because it yeah. sounds very, very interesting. Uh, yeah. n- 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 now, topically, you know, it's 
it's a delicate area to go into, but we'll come it to that is, in a minute. Yeah. And then uh, We Yarn Productions, which you founded yeah. by yourself and Cahill Clark, mm-hmm. uh, are, you f- are you funded by anybody? or No. So what happened was um, I'd written the play and we were like, we need to get this out there. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we need to get it out there. So we saved up a load of money. <laughs> Tried to save and save and worked wow. like crazy to save up our money. And we took it on a kind of a mini tour here in Ireland. It was in my hometown in Coal Island. Right. Um, and we, we performed it there and we just decided, you know what, we're going to go to Australia and we're going to go to the Adelaide Fringe. So we knew we wanted to travel. We knew we wanted to travel to a place that appreciated the arts and um, we wanted the best of both worlds. We wanted our cake and David too, really. Good on and you. so we went to Australia and we funded it ourselves. And it got a five star there at the, at the Adelaide it Festival. It got yeah. a couple of five stars, which was like incredible. Um, um, you, you might so take it to Edinburgh, no? Yeah, well, yeah, we would love to do that. We would, that would be great, sure. great for us. Hopefully, yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so to the play then. So mm-hmm. this was you. You know, uh, I mean, it's it's about a, a woman confined to a room mm-hmm. for nine months in a house mm-hmm. she once called her home, which is mm-hmm. uh, nicely put, and mm-hmm. um, it explores, you know, the abuse over the years that's all come to light over the last decades in church and state in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I suppose it's, 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 it's yeah, I have it described as a, a, a witnessing and a journey with this forsaken daughter of Ireland. And of course, Roisin yeah. has great connotations, which is the mm-hmm. Roisin Dove, a description yep. of uh, the, the feminization of Ireland over mm-hmm. in, historically. So tell mm-hmm. us about the show and your journey in it. Yeah, so... Um Whenever I was, I knew I wanted to write a one-woman show about something to do with the Irish female experience. And I kind of started to have a little research to look around. And I was just so moved and quite horrified, really, um, with all of the research that I discovered about the Magdalene laundries, the mother and baby homes. And I remember going home. I went home to my mother and my grandmother and I started to talk to them about, you know, the research I've been doing, and you know, the work I was interested in. And they said, you do know that, you know, your great-grandmother had your granda when she was 17 out of wedlock in 1930s Ireland. Wow, yeah. And that is when I just knew, okay, this is what I need to write about. And the the story is kind of loosely based on my great-grandmother's experience. Um, but really and truly, it's about all the women that had to go through that experience. Sure. Um, my great-grandmother, the kind of... You know, you say fortunately, it was still unfortunate, but she came from quite um, a middle class family. So she wasn't sent away to a Magdalene laundry or mother and baby home. Um, And that's kind of why my story is based within the home where she's kind of hidden away in the house. Hence the nine months in her house that she once called home. And uh, it's through kind of broken dialogue, song, poetry. And I love this and ghostly silence. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lots of silence. It's, you know, it's an interesting piece, I think, because I wanted to kind of capture, you know, that we, in, in our the artistic offerings here in Ireland, we have so much on the male struggle for Irish freedom and the, the Irish male struggle. And yeah, and yeah because you, 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 you kind of take the name from the Sons of Roisin, which was made yes. famous by Lou Kelly, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, you know, as much as it's wonderful and I appreciate all of that gorgeous art and poetry and song, and you know plays and all all the stories that we have, I think that the Irish struggle that women endured has been a bit overlooked, and so I wanted to take kind of draw a comparison between all those beautiful songs and poetry that have been given for the men in Ireland and kind of start reclaiming them for the women. So there's a lot of poetry, there's a lot of song, there's a lot of 
um, you know, drawn on the comparison for the struggle for Irish freedom. You know, there's a lot um, sure. drawn in between. And, uh, and yes, lots of ghostly silence because it is an uncomfortable piece. I would say that, but it's uncomfortable in... Uh, in an exciting way, you know, in a sure. theatrical way. Sure, you know? sure. Well, well done and uh, fair play to you for tackling uh, yeah. all those issues and, 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 and so coming, coming up with such a, what sounds like a wonderful piece. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's The Daughters of Roisin, performed mm-hmm. by Eve Johnson, directed by Cahill Clark, as part of the Shared Island Initiative with us here in the Glens. It's on tomorrow week, Friday, yeah. December 2nd. Uh, you're playing the Playhouse in Derry the night before, isn't yes, that correct? we are. It's at 8 o'clock and tickets still available through the theglencentral.com or call us on 071 uh, Thanks for that, Eve, uh, and we'll oh, be look forward so to welcoming you here next week. Can't wait. Thank you so much. Thank you. So now we'll have our weekly What's On section where we list a selection of events that are going on around the region uh, over the course of the next week and a half or so. So first up, coming up next Wednesday, November the 30th at 6.30pm in Sligo Central Library is their uh, monthly iteration of The Word. That's their, it's kind of like their literature event that they have every month. And so this month they will feature author Neve Mulvey, who is in conversation with Neve McCabe. So she'll be talking about her first book, Hearts and Bones, which was a collection of short stories and has earned, has earned a lot of praise. Uh, but also she'll be talking about in advance of her first novel, which is titled The Amendments and will be published in 2023. And the night will actually also feature a performance by musician Amy O'Hara, who just recently released her first, her debut album. Uh, then after that, next Saturday, December 3rd, in the dock in Carrick-on-Shannon, they have two different workshops running during the day. So first, there is a life drawing masterclass with Dorothy Smith. Uh, this will focus specifically on the head, shoulders and neck and concentrate on the use of line in drawing, I suppose, as opposed to cross hatching and, and shading and things like that. Um, she's a visual artist with a particular focus on drawing in her practice and is also an associate member of the RHA. And the workshop runs from 11 till 4 p.m. It's 55 euro or 50 concession. Uh, information and booking can be found at the doc.ie. And the second event that day is moving together. So this is actually a workshop that's part of the International Day of Disabled People. It is run by the group Undercurrent, uh, the founders of which are Kate Wilson and Isolde Dermody. And this is alongside dancer Lovett Oyeboko, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, and they will host a day of dance, sharing, discussion and cross-arts play. Uh, so Undercurrent is it's a project dedicated to research and performance that explores experiences of mobility with a diverse range of arts practitioners. And the event will run from 12 to 4.30. It's free to attend and it is in a wheelchair accessible space in the dock. Uh, there will be a short video and live showcases, participatory workshops and group discussions, as well as pressure-free opportunities for reflective writing, drawing and making. And so for information, access inquiries and requirements and booking, call 071-965-0828 or email lara.burn at leitrimcoco.ie. And then that evening on Saturday, on Saturday, December 3rd, in the Glens here in Manor Hamilton at 8pm, there is a performance by Greenshine. So Greenshine is a Cork-based folk trio made up of Mary Green, Noel Shine and their daughter Ellie. And their music combines folk, indie and Americana and has been frequently acclaimed actually, with the group being nominated for Best Group at the RTE Folk Awards and several of their songs being included on RTE Radio 1's recommended list over the last few years. 
So tickets for that are 12 euro and 10 concession and they can be gotten from theglenscenter.com and we'll actually hear one of their tracks at the end of the show this week. And then the last thing is a kind of an unusual one, but there is a casting call open at the moment. So this is for an independent, untitled Irish feature film that will be shot in Iceland. It's being cast by casting director Jesse Frost, who worked on the recent film Triangle of Sadness, as well as Darkest Hour and the most recent Star Wars films. And so they are looking for a young male actor between 16 and 18 for a supporting role with dialogue that is a key part of the ensemble cast. The character, whose name is Runar, is described as a nervous and naive boy, the youngest of a group of fishermen and the younger brother to Hakon, I think is how you pronounce it, the most dominant member of the group. Runar will have to find strength when fear and tragedy strikes their shores. All applicants must be aged 16 or over, and if you're interested, you can email selftape at jessiefrost.co.uk, and Jesse is spelled J-E-S-S-I-E, and in the subject line, write runar slash open call, and runar is spelled R-U-N-A-R. Uh, in the email, please include your name, contact details, where you're based, a recent photo, and a few lines about yourself. And just a reminder that if you have an event that you would like us to mention on the show, you can contact us at artsnorthwest at theglenscenter.com. Thanks very much. So the piece of music that we were just listening to is a snippet of a longer work titled Phonology Garden, uh, composed by Grania Mouvet and 
performed by Elizabeth Hilliard. It was released on Elizabeth's 2016 album, Sea to the West. Uh, and the reason we're playing it is because Elizabeth and Grania are actually performing this weekend on Saturday the 26th in the dock in Carrick-on-Shannon as the close of their Resonate 2022 residency, which is supported by Music Network. Uh, as part of this, they've been, uh, they've, as part of this, they are making a new work for the concert and it will be performed as part of a full program of works. And we actually have Elizabeth here with us to speak about the upcoming concert. How's it going, Elizabeth? Hi, Greg. Nice to, nice to chat to you. Yeah, thanks very much for coming on. So if you wouldn't mind, would you maybe give us a little bit of information just about yourself and Grania as artists and collaborators first and then we can speak about the concert after that. So me and Grania, we met probably about 2007 or something like that. She, um, she's a fabulous Irish composer. Uh, she'd been performed all over the world, but she was actually at the time teaching my partner, David Bremner. She was teaching him composition in TU Dublin. Hmm. And... Um, she had a big thing coming up. It was for a book launch for Anne Lamarck and Hartigan. And Anne had written a number of poems. And she'd asked Gronje to, to set one as a, as a song. And then Gronje asked me to perform it. So that was the first, our first collaboration. But we've, I don't know how many pieces she's written for me over the years. Probably 10 or 11, at okay. least five hours of music. Okay, so it's, um, like it's, it's quite a deep collaboration then at this stage. Yeah, we know each other really well at this point. Like, she knows the kind of music that I like to sing, and um, I just love the, the the music she writes for me. She's written a lot of uh, pieces. You'll have heard it there in Phonology Garden. It's like my voice is in the backing track in the electronics, so she's kind of sampled me and um, created, you know, this wonderful soundscape using my voice, and then I sing live on top. So a lot of a lot of her collaborations have been that way kind of live voice and tape and i know that she uses where she likes to use kind of extreme registers and extended techniques and things like that so i'm assuming it's a it's a rewarding challenge to perform her music yeah like you kind of get the score and you're like jesus i don't know how i'm going to manage to do this but i whatever way she manages it um she writes in such a way that she kind of shows off the high points and the low points the, the lower reg- register of my voice and um it just she just makes it kind of sound kind of magic which is just so, so rewarding as a singer. Yeah, and I actually, because you guys have online on the Journal of Music website, there is a conversation that you, you put up um, where you're, you're speaking about your, your collaboration and in it she's speaking about her working process and using text and exploring text and kind of experimenting with it. And a really interesting part of what she speaks about in that is how uncertain of the end results she seems to be. She's kind of discovering how it will manifest as she's going through the text that she's writing. So it's kind of like, it, it's a it's a bit of an adventure, it seems like, for the both of you. Yeah, it's like, it's quite improv- improvisatory, like the way we'd work together. Um, like even sometimes we just kind of go into the room and we just read a whole pile of text together and see see where that brings us. Yeah. Yeah. And while we're talking about, since we're talking about massive blocks of text, that seems like a good segue into speaking about the new work that is actually being composed for this concert on the weekends. So it's titled I Am a Escapee Hyphen and described as a comic commentary on the jargon found in phishing and spam emails. So could you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, it's, um, it's about a 22 minute piece. And uh, we've been working with Helen Montague. Um, theatre director and actor. So we've been working with her uh, to create, you know, my presentation of us live on stage. Okay. Um, and yeah, it is, it's, it's just an unbelievable amount of, you know, the kind of absolute kind of wittery rubbish that you might get in your emails. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, uh, oh God, 
one of the one of the lines is it is banana unbar ticklet and you're like what in, where did this come <laughs> from but it, it, every single thing has come from either a spam email that Gronya has received over the last while or, or or else has been part of one of these cyber security um courses that you're meant you, you know you have to take um you, you know you you read all these slides and you do you do like your your tick box thing at the end to prove that you took this course yeah um you know beware of spam check all emails beware beware um if she's got quotes in it you know someone that's emailing her using her her name wrong um okay. and she also has her cousin um Patrick Dunn he's a fabulous voiceover artist and she worked with him over the summer so he's recorded some lines that kind of um are you know quite um describing what spam is and okay. how to how to take measures against being hacked and all this. So my character kind of comes into this um, space and as we've worked with Helen, the, the idea is I come into this space and I don't know what I am and I don't know what the space is and I'm just suddenly bombarded with all this information in the text that's on the, um, that's, that's I'm hearing through the tape, but also I kind of find uh, a, a pool of text on the, on, the, on the table and I start interacting with that and then I suddenly discover that I'm also saying some of this text <laughs> And um, yeah, it's kind of, and then I can hear these. This other man, he suddenly appears speaking, and there's a bell that happens during it. And Gronya um, used partials from my voice from the recording. She kind of just broke it down and filtered it down and created this. Uh, it just really sounds like a really, really jangly, jangly, jangly bell. Okay. Um, and I assumed it was an actual bell, but no, she said she she just worked and peeled away layers of my voice to turn it into this bell. Okay, that's it's actually really interesting because when you're speaking about the the bizarre language that it is that you will be performing and delivering because like I have one of the lines written down here that's by bus fled reservoir will not be diarchy recce which is just complete nonsense and mm-hmm. I'm just wondering because because the music is also challenging to perform in terms of like it's kind of register range and it's a you know it uses overtone singing maybe in quick shifts in uh, kind of phonetic and sibilant sounds but you're also speaking something that is illogical nonsense to, you know, a native English speaker. So does that make it more difficult or more rewarding to perform? It's kind of more, I, um, I don't know that it's any, if I'm speaking, if I'm performing something that, that doesn't have that. I suppose what the challenge is, it's um, to create a story okay. at the same time. So what I'm doing is, is sometimes being surprised by the text, by the text, sometimes challenging the text, and sometimes just repeating it until I can work out, oh, is that what it's saying? And some of the music in the tape is coming at you so fast. And what I'm speaking on top, maybe we're singing on top, might be slower. And I'm maybe just kind of catching every every third word that's on the tape. Okay. And so then what I'm saying doesn't make sense, but on the tape maybe it did make sense. And um, that that line you you mentioned, I, I I think that's the one I do. This kind of list going up. So it's this kind of panicked kind of gesture where you don't know what's going to be happening. Okay. So that has a meaning, that kind of... And then the words perhaps don't have a meaning uh, in terms of you can't, you know, you, you wouldn't want to have that being your leaving sort of comprehension. <laughs> and someone says, so explain, you know, this in other words. And you're like, there are no other words. It's just nonsense. 
Yeah, and it's it's important to point out, I think, that, like, because obviously there's, like, a comic aspect to what it is that you'll be performing. But I think, I mean, this, you can tell me if I'm wrong when I say this, that there there's a kind of a subtext to the performance where Grani is considering how, you know, there's, like, an active kind of darker underworld to these phishing emails of, like, organized crime and fraud and theft. Uh. And so it's kind of bringing attention to that, but through uh, sort of comic aspects. Yeah, that's definitely true because, uh, you know, on her music it has kind of darker undertones as well in the sound. Mm. Um, you wouldn't describe it as, as light um, music. So, yeah, but I, I, like often, like the kind of, the best way to make a point is to tell a, to tell a story around it and to, to people remember jokes. Yeah. So often if you want to get like a really serious point home, and I'm not saying that you people be going home and, deciding to update their windows <laughs> to, to do all the windows updates and all that but you know it does there is there obviously is there is a serious background to to the whole thing yeah and so just to um speak about because it's part of as i said before a broader program so we, you'll also be performing phonology garden which we heard a part of earlier on uh, since the appearance uh, which is a work by david bremner and green goddess by rachel lavelle which is actually listed as being for voice siri blender and ingredients but it seems like there's a kind of a theme through the program of like restricted language. Um, would that be fair to say? Yeah, and it's kind of restricted language and kind of restricted sense. Mm. So I suppose Rachel's piece probably makes the most sense. Uh, but then if you think about what you would normally expect when you go to a concert, does it make sense? So I'm on stage singing about being a little bit hungover. <laughs> and... Um, then I press a few buttons because I've had to program my computer to be able to do all this. I performed it before with Rachel, but she's, uh, she's performing herself uh, elsewhere that night. And so I press a few buttons and suddenly this Siri voice, uh, which Rachel has uh, programmed, reads out to me an instruction for um, how to make a smoothie because this will transform your life. And it, it makes complete sense, but you're like, why, why is this happening on stage? Yeah. And um, so it tells me to chop up a banana, take a handful of spinach, um, I think a handful of blueberries, coconut water, and the piece then finishes with um, me blending the whole thing up. And it's really, fun. this will be my third time performing it. It'll be my first time where I'm actually having to run all the electronics, <laughs> but I've, um, I've been doing a lot of practice through, and through the, the residency actually in the dock, it kind of gave me that space to um, develop these extra skills. So I was really grateful for that. But um, yeah, that probably makes the most sense, but in a way, like, is that... Yeah. Is that what you're expecting when you're going to see? I, I'm, you know, a classical musician. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of on on the edge of kind of theatre, physical theatre. What's going on here? Well, I suppose that just highlights that it's actually quite an exciting and like interesting uh, program of works. And so, just to remind people, it's on this Saturday, this coming Saturday, Saturday twenty sixth at eight pm. Tickets for it are fifteen euro and twelve concession, but there's a few left, and so I think the doc want to get a full house, so they're actually doing a discount offer. So if you call up when you're booking tickets over the phone and you use the discount code Resonate twenty two, you can actually get a ten euro discount on the ticket, so it'll bring it down to just five euro for you. Um, so thanks very much for coming on to the show, Elizabeth. Brilliant. Thanks a million, Craig. Okay, take it easy. See you. Bye. Thanks to Craig Cox there, and many thanks to Mark Gavin as ever on sound. Wempshire, Brendan Murray, Brigade Salon. The show goes out again on Sundays at 8pm and is available on all podcast platforms or through Ocean FM. We're finishing up with a lovely song by Green Shine, which was written during lockdown when there was very little movement and uh, the wonderful 
Mary Green spotted trails in the sky overflowing aeroplane and uh, it was record of the week on Radio 1 with John Creedon. They play here as Craig said earlier on Saturday week 3rd of December. Tickets are still available through the glencentre.com or 071-98-55833. Thanks to our sponsors Pubble, the Arts Council and Leitrim County Council and Sulla Creek Neem Wich Bawalum Shout Kormachtum Aigsha Clunin, Vaser Shul, Iha Morach, and so in Unad Midlanta, Iha then Scotla Drama, O Companthus Ar Clunierta Sploder, Le Kyol, O Rasa Agus Cullum Osnodi, O Banakyol Kila, Ern Sahern, Kyol Kurum Le Irla Olinard. Ryan Malloy, August Aaron Donoch, Egg Cafe Full of the Fiat, Egg and Goshlan, and so Idlunin in Manor Hamilton, Pop Up Quailtot, where you don't need to have fluent Irish, you can come in, Lower Kupla Fuckle, and Bakeol, August Beadenska, beautiful, beautiful food provided by Eva and Vera there in their own inimitable way. Egg at three, at three o'clock, Own O'Connell, Oskiri. Session, uh, with some special guests, they've been presenting an hour or so of music and song. And then again, Cahar Pop Up Guild with music, food, and whatever you're having yourself. Uh, there'll be a couple of glasses of wine. So that's a Pop Up Guild that we're quite the ancient cloning, Harold Dershot, and the Show. It's lonely. You know, we always love to fly.